0: My number one biggest lesson that I wish I knew earlier is something that might really benefit you now. And that is to know your role and to schedule your skill development so you can be successful in that role. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best. And that's why we created Growth Day's mastery program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you. But it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership, How do you share and monetize your life experience, your knowledge, your wisdom, your advice that you have for other people? You know, you see all these speakers out there, uh, online, doing online training courses or webinars or webcasts. And you're wondering how do these guys do all of this? You watch, you know, and see the New York times bestseller list, or you go on Amazon, you see the number one bestsellers. You go, I could write a book one day. How do I do it? How do I become a bestseller? Or you go to a live conference or seminar and you wonder how could I put a live event or a retreat together for people? Or maybe you've had a life coach or a business coach and you thought, wow, uh, this person really changed my life. Or you've heard about that huge industry of life coaching and executive coaching or athletic coaching and you're wondering how could how could I do that? Or you've just been watching as the world's unfold these last couple of years of these unknown kids or these unknown people suddenly having millions of followers on Facebook or Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, all these other social media uh, accounts that they're able to really get their message out, build brands, make money online. How does that work for you? Well, my job is to share with you that thought leader roadmap. How would you start even thinking about it but then also I'll share some advanced strategies that you can use to position yourself intelligently, package your knowledge, your content, your wisdom, promote yourself out to the world, and partner with other people and organizations to share your message even further than you ever could on your own. In this next hour, I'm gonna share with you how I did it, You know how I started, and importantly, versus spending a ton of time on my own personal story, is getting into sort of the five big ideas that have driven my brand, driven my growth from when I started literally with nothing in bankruptcy, struggling to just pay for groceries to a year and a half later after that, having generated over $4 million in online revenue. How does that process work? And what could you learn from that? That's what we're gonna be discussing right here over the next hour. How I started and got involved in all this is the same way that you are going to start in this, the same way every single person in our industry who's ever reached that highest level of revenue, followership, and impact, they all started with something whether they knew it or they didn't. But I bet if they saw me talking about this, they go, oh, that's exactly what happened, is at some point we all subscribe to what we call the expert's mission. And that is our job, our role, at some point we felt called in our life to inspire and instruct others on how to improve their lives and achieve their goals. Now, look, any words like this could mean nothing to you, or it could be emotionally impactful and exciting. Like we put the meaning in the words that we read in our lives. And that's what I look at this. This is like my mission. This is my manifesto and it's to inspire other people. I wanted to inspire other people to change and improve their lives because I went through that process. And frankly, at one point in my life, I needed it. You know, for those who aren't super familiar with my story, when I was a 19 year old kid, I got in a car accident. And it was at a very transitional point in my life. I had been through a breakup with the first woman I ever loved. We thought we were gonna get married and, you know, we went to college together and signed up for classes together. And unfortunately that relationship fell apart. And when that relationship fell apart, I fell apart with it psychologically, you know, I couldn't get out of bed. I was so depressed. Sometimes when you're tied up in a relationship, your identity gets tied up and then the relationship falls apart and you fall apart. And that happened to me to the utmost degree. Um, you know, within a year of that breakup, I was suicidal and I just couldn't carry on. I couldn't, I couldn't change. And then a situation happened in my life. I think we all have them. Something enters our life and it changes our life. Something happens from above, some, some transformation, some breakthrough, something sometimes we're blessed with might happen. Other times we just choose it. For me, I had to get knocked in the head a little bit, <laughs> literally. I got in a car accident working a summertime job and that car accident taught me that you know, ultimately, when we face the end of our lives, we ask a series of questions to evaluate whether or not we were happy with our lives. And I learned, for me anyway, the questions that I asked at the end was, did I live? You know, Did I live fully and vibrantly and completely? Did I love openly and honestly? And did I matter? Did I make a difference? That story tends to go 15, 20, 30 minutes long because it was very emotional and I like to break it down and share with people what I learned, but here is really about your story today. But I was inspired. I learned, you know what? I was this kind of, I don't know, this kid who lacked intention in his life, this kid who, you know, I wasn't all about the fully charged life as I talk about my brand now. I I was thinking about taking my life. And so I wanted some inspiration after that. After that accident, as I was recovering, as I was going through the next couple months of my life, I kept thinking about the end of my life and what was important to me and what had happened to me. And I just kept thinking about those questions. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? And I knew I hadn't. I hadn't really lived my life fully environment. I was a young kid, you know? Sometimes when you're young, you don't really know what's going on. I hadn't really loved because I got so hurt that I put a big wall up to keep all the bad guys out and protect myself at the cost of allowing other people who were good in. And I hadn't really made a big difference because I never had the intention of exactly how to do that or exactly what that would look like. But what happened was I got committed to changing my life. So I started studying all this personal development. Started reading all these books, all the classics. I was listening to, to you know Napoleon Hill, reading Dale Carnegie, paying attention and reading everything I could. I'm, on an Og Mandino, uh, Lou Holtz. I was reading Success Magazine. Uh, you know, listening to Tony Robbins and John Gray, Deepak Chopra. You know, watching Oprah. <laughs> I mean, I was doing everything I could to improve my life. Any piece of information or advice you could give me. I was just a sponge and I put it into play. I was instituting all these new habits. I was changing my life. And then some people would say, Hey, Brian, that's, really, you know, that's really inspiring, your story. I'd Because I tell my whole story. And I just realized I, as I talked to them, I'd see their transformation I, and I got hooked to it. I got hooked to this mission. I could see that when I'd share something, I could see someone get inspired or excited about it. And I thought, I want to. I love this. And people would say, you should write a book on it. And I go, how do you do that? Or Brendan, you know what you should do? You should become a keynote speaker. And I was like, I'm scared to speak, (laughs) you know? Why don't you do seminars or retreats? I go, how do you pay for the hotel? People would say, you know, you should try this thing. It just has been coming along called blogging. And I was like, what does that mean? Or shoot a video of yourself. I was like, I can't afford a camera. But everybody kept saying those things. And finally, I just listened because I got addicted. I wanted to do this. I wanted to inspire people and hopefully if you're here in some way I've done that for you and hopefully we can do that over this next hour just to give you a baseline and that is look no matter where you're at in your life you have learned things that can help other people who might be on the same path as you even if they're behind you or in front of you because look we're all in some ways on the same path of life and you've gotten some wisdom from your childhood, from your career, from your relationships that you could share with people to make their day easier. And I know you already know this because I bet you have some friends who sometimes they have a bad day and you're that person that just kind of comforts them. And you ask them a few questions and they start seeing things differently or they start feeling better about themselves. You're already that person who probably feels responsible sometimes for your family, your friends, and how they feel. You're probably already that person. Look, I'm not your first training guy, you know? You've probably been to seminars, listen to tapes, tune into podcasts, watch YouTube shows of personal development. I bet you're already in this world. My job is, why not have a career doing it at the top levels? See, there's this myth that you're gonna have to spend all these years to do it. I don't necessarily believe that. I believe that any career choice that you want in your life, no matter what it is, if you want to be proficient in real estate, you go to a bunch of seminars on real estate, you put your feet on the ground, you start doing the work, you start making the calls, after enough time period doing that, working, staying at it, being disciplined, learning and growing, you get good at it. Same thing applies for this. This is a career. I'm not here to teach you some get rich quick money thing. I'm here to say, look, you can have a career and you can have a career starting from scratch doing this mission. And that's what ultimately my message is today. You can teach any topic that you want to any persons you decide to, whenever you decide to start, and you can have an incredibly lucrative career doing it. There are caveats to that, these asterisks. The asterisk is you need to begin. The asterisk is you will get judged, you will get ridiculed, people will say, who do you think you are? And the asterisk is it'll be hard because any entrepreneurial endeavor, which this really is, is hard. But I always say, you know, when you knock on the door of opportunity, never forget that it's work who answers. This will be hard. You will start small. It will be a challenge. I started small. Uh, when I be- finally began, I-, I started just putting up uh, a sales pages for a seminar I wanted to teach. You know, that was very kind of first big move in the industry for me. I was, I was going to teach a seminar because... I wanted to do that. I'd written a book and I put that out there. And some people would say that was my first effort was the book, but it wasn't my first like real payment. You know, I didn't make a lot from that first book cause I didn't know how to promote it as we'll talk about. And so I said, I'm, I'm going to do a seminar. And that first seminar I started just like yours will be. I started really humbly at this is the only picture I have of it is uh, me setting up the room. This was the seminar. <laughs> you know? It was three tables, uh, if I remember right, I think we ultimately moved the tables and lined up the chairs and I had like, I don't know, maybe 20 people in there. Uh, less than half of them paid. You know? I think when I count 20 people, I, I think that counts like the guy who was bringing in water. You know? Anyone who walked through the door, I was like, count them. <laughs> you know? So I think it was like 20 some people in there. You can see different, this is the whole room of my very first seminar. They gave me the room for free. I just asked a local hotel, so uh, they said, well, as long as you pay for some coffee and some croissants, we'll <laughs> let you in here. I mean, I had no idea what I was doing. That, that's the whole room, you know, it's the whole room. And applying the strategies that I'm gonna teach you today and throughout this thought leader roadmap, everything changes. You know, I started with that. I didn't have a website, I, no branded website. I didn't have my name.com as an example. I didn't have any fancy tools. I didn't have a web designer. I didn't have a team. I I didn't have anything. I I just started. But the truth is that many people don't know, I was terrified to speak. You might be terrified to get on front of a stage, but the stage doesn't have to be your thing. You might just write books or blogs or eBooks. You you don't have to be the guy out front. I decided I want to do that because I wanted to develop that skill. Because I thought, you know, if I'm ever going to really change the world, I'm going to have to develop my ability to speak. If I'm really gonna change the world, I have to learn how to communicate extemporaneously like this. I don't have a script in front of me. There's no teleprompter. This is just me talking to you. I just had to develop that ability because I thought if I could do that, then I can lead. If I could do that, I can sell. If I can do that, I can help people. If I can do that, I can make the transformation I ultimately want to do in the world. So this might not be your ambition, which is okay, but I bet your ambition is, you want a larger social media following at least. I bet your ambition is, you'd love to make some money online. I bet some of your ambition is that you'd like to be known for what you do. I bet some of that ambition is, gosh, wouldn't it be great if you could take some of the things you've learned in your life and help other people. It doesn't have to be advanced stuff. Like a lot of things that I'll teach out online and social media, very basic stuff, but you know, Sometimes common sense in any given field isn't common practice in any given person's life. You know you should do something more often, but you don't. And so sometimes you need a thought leader to come around to remind you, to change the angle on it, to to help you think about it in different ways. And so things change. I went from no rooms to these big rooms. You know, I did my first big event that terrified me, that kind of went good, but kind of didn't. But was holy terror was... The Big Tent event that I did down um, in California, I rented a circus and I basically brought Life's Golden Ticket to life, which was my first book. I just literally kind of turned it into theater. We called it social theater. And this was a big changing day in my career. This was such a huge bet. I was terrified. We didn't fill as much as I wanted to do, but the people who were there, we changed their lives. And what I learned through that process was if you can come up with an idea Set it out for a couple months or a year and just work towards it every single day, you can put yourself on the map very quickly. Very quickly. Today, what my business basically looks like to you or to the general public is these types of things. I have a podcast, a YouTube show, a Facebook page, now pages on Facebook, uh, our branded page, Brendan.com, and I share some of these numbers with you to give you context of the advice and the strategy I'm going to share with you today. Some of what I will share with you today will sound very common sense. And some of it is common sense that has truly made millions and millions of dollars and generated millions and millions of fans around the world. So don't be that person that discounts anything today. Whatever ideas you come up with today, whatever I share with you as part of this, please write it down in a notebook. Please revisit it. Please think, please plan, please dream. Please think differently for yourself again because no matter where you're at in your life, you can inspire other people even if you're struggling now. When I started all this, I was still struggling and I was telling people, man, this is really hard. You know, I'm trying to do these things but, you know, I've learned these three things in this last month. I hope it helps you. All I was doing was sharing about my journey and you might think, well, you know, what do I know, Brendan? Well, maybe you're a mom and, you've got three kids and this morning while you're getting them ready for school, one of the kids said something that made you calm down or look at life in a different way. Well, you were just granted with the most valuable thing in the entire thought leadership world. The only reason people are going to pay you is this one word. And once you understand this, you start looking at life differently. The most valuable asset you have as a thought leader, The most valuable asset you have as thought leader is perspective. That's it. Sometimes you're going to say something to someone and you think, how basic. But how basic is this? Isn't it true that maybe when you come home at night or next time you talk to your lover, your spouse, your partner, that you could be a little more loving with them? Be a little more present with them, a little more vibrant to bring some good joy and energy into their life. Maybe be a little bit more tender and caring and listening to them. Well, everybody would say, of course that's true. But not everybody practices it. And so sometimes, right now, you might need to be that person who, you know what, in your relationship, it's time to be a little more present with them. Bring a little more positive energy. Stop complaining as much and start seeing how you can shift things with your energy. Maybe that resonates or maybe it doesn't. Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm just sharing a piece of advice. Simple pieces of advice can build careers. Now, if you know how to help people accomplish something specific in terms of a goal, well, then you're also meeting our, our criteria for the experts mission, right? To inspire people to improve their lives and to instruct them how to achieve their goals. Well, those who of us who are the highest paid in the industry, all we're doing is teaching people how to do things, whether it's how to be a better parent, whether it's how to be successful in real estate how to be successful online, how to be a higher performer, how to hack this part of your life, how to improve your health, whatever a thought leader is teaching. Ultimately, it's just sort of sharing their perspective, putting in a process and a framework and then offering that to the world. I'm going to walk you through that entire process, but I'm, I'm sharing you this with, with you now because the perspective that I have comes from a place of quite a bit of experience at this point. You know, I've been, doing this personal development work in my own life for 20 years. I've read a book every single week for 20 years. And then on top of that, I've been to almost every seminar. I've studied almost every mentor. I know all the thought leaders and gurus I've interviewed most of them. And most of them are my friends today. And over the last decade, this has been my full-time job. This year is my 10th year doing this full-time every day. This is all I do. And I've been blessed to make tens of millions of dollars of doing it and been blessed along the way to reach so many millions of people, you know, over 50 million people watched my videos in the last 12 months alone. And none of those videos have cats in them. <laughs> you know? They're not even that particularly funny. It's just how to content for adults, which is amazing. Cause if you th- really think about it, that's very hard. There's no inter- there's no like entertainment, it's uh, kind of celebrity profile stuff. It's just, how do you improve your life? So I'm coming from this perspective of having a number one podcast on iTunes, having a number one show on YouTube, having the ability to reach millions of people every single day and every single week, 30 million people alone see my posts on Facebook, over 2 million people are on our email subscriber list since we began. And I'll share with you that all of this really operated from some fundamentals. And I'm going to share with you now five things I wish I had learned earlier, because some of that stuff will be mindset and some of it will be methodology. But right now, if I lose you at these results, I want to remind you I just began and I didn't come from anything that made me special. Um, you know, if you want to know where I began my career, there it is. I began my expert career in bankruptcy. I had moved in with my then girlfriend. Um, and this was where I began, right there. <laughs> this little table that's my mom's fold out sewing room table. I borrowed from her. All my other stuff are in boxes in the next room because I couldn't afford my apartment anymore, so I moved in with my girlfriend. It was either that or move home, and I wanted to stay in the city we were at, and I was deeply in love with this girl. And, and uh, I had this laptop from work. I had to return it in like 90 days. And so I got very serious after I lost my job. I began this career, and I just began by writing. You know, I began by writing what ultimately became Life's Golden Ticket, my first bestseller and it was a very terrifying journey i know some of you right now you know you're working late at night sitting at the kitchen table uh you know with your journal or your vision board out or your laptop hoping to make it and i just say don't give up you know no matter how small you start start something that matters and when i began this i mean there were nights when i'd be working away and my lady would come into the room and have to you know, put up with me writing and being, who, who is this guy I married? Well, the guy that she ultimately married was this kid from this town. This is the house I grew up in, tiny town in Butte, Montana, um, an old Irish mining town that has been economically depressed for a long time. We had an empty lot over there that we kept burning bushes in and getting in trouble all the time. <laughs> we, we uh, <laughs> you know, we got in all sorts of trouble all around this neighborhood because there were all these vacant buildings all around the place. I think that, I think my brother set up his little apartment in that vacant building over there. Um, and that's the house we grew up with. There's always holes in it and things leaking and problems. And, but you know what? My mom and dad working full time, uh, you know, we didn't have anything, but they loved us. And so people always say, well, you're lucky you get to do this, Brendan. And and it's true. And something, you must've had something, you know, good happen in your life. And I I will tell you, I lucked out on the parent train. Uh, We didn't have any money. We didn't have anything growing up, but what we did have was a lot of love. My, my mom and my dad were awesome, awesome people. My mom's still with us. We lost my dad in 2009 to leukemia, but they worked very, very, very hard. And how they raised four kids, I still don't get it. I don't know how they did it um, on what they were earning, but they loved us and we did our best. I didn't start from any point of privilege into becoming what I am today or doing what I am. I didn't even have any role models really outside of this house, outside of my parents growing up, you know, everyone I grew up around, they wanted to fight all the time. And there was a lot of abuse and drugs and problems everywhere. But my parents somehow, you know, kept a level head about it and they were resourceful when the heat went out in this house, which happened too often in the winter, you know, how cold it gets up there when that winter hits, you know, it can be 30 below zero, you're freezing. And uh, I remember when when the heat went out one year, my dad couldn't afford to fix the heater. So my mom went out in the garage over here. She grabbed our, our camping tents and our sleeping bags and she set them up in the living room. And us kids were camping uh, each day, you know, thinking we were pretty hot stuff we'd actually go to school walking in the blizzards and we get to school and we'd be like where did you sleep last night they're like we slept in our house and we're like we did too but we were camping <laughs> you know we thought we were cool when the electricity went out my mom's cooking dinner on camping bunsen burners we thought we were pretty cool we we're bragging about it the next day and it would take a little while for us to realize that was actually a dire situation we were broke but my parents were resourceful and they gave us love and if anything i hope that's one thing i get to share a lot with the world that's why i try to Always share through my heart one of my ultimate values in my company and my business in my life is humility As much as I'm sort of forced to share my results of what I do um, If you ever meet me, I hope you you figure out like this kid's a pretty simple kid and I am it's from where you know I where I came from Let me share with you what I learned along the way my number one biggest lesson that I wish I knew earlier is something that might really benefit you now and that is to know your role and to schedule your skill development so you can be successful in that role. Okay, you hear about all these people making all this money doing this thought leadership stuff, but where, where can you play exactly? What's your role gonna be in the industry and as a career? And once you decide on that, which we'll talk about in a moment, then your job, your job is skill development. That's your job, but you have to schedule it. And let me bust you right now. If if, you know, I've been very nice to you, but let me go at you right now. Okay? Here's the question: If I came into your house right now, we opened up your laptop, we looked at your schedule over the next five months. Can I see entries of where you are developing a skill set? Meaning, have you scheduled time to develop skills? If you haven't, then you need to watch, you know, uh, what was that Napoleon movie? Uh, the kid was Napoleon, he was a dork, so I'm practicing my skills. Napoleon Dynamite, practicing his skills. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's what you need to do. He was practicing his skills, getting ready for the big show. Well, you have to do the same thing in this industry. See, your role in this industry, there's only five roles you can play in this industry. And once I understood that, I was like, I get it, I got it. Because if you want to be the best at what you do, you're going to get good at all these roles. You don't have to, but if you want to be the best, you will. And I said, you know what everyone's doing? I'm seeing guys like Paulo Coelho out there who wrote The Alchemist, sell hundreds of millions of books. How did he do that? You know, that's like the fifth most read book in the history of the world now. Paulo has over 20 million fans on Facebook, over nine or 10 million on Twitter. And I remember I was standing right here uh, I just shot a video one day, and I'm walking around, and the phone rings, and "Hello, Brandon," uh, "Yes, this is Brendan." Uh, "Hello, Brandon," "It's Paulo Coelho," and I go, you know, very as a professional as I am, "Really?" <laughs> My voice totally cracked, and he was calling for book-selling advice. Now, what does Paulo Coelho need advice from me for? For books, he's sold tens of millions at that point. So w- why? because you know, things change and a lot of what I'm teaching this course are what works now. And I was very blessed to start watching the author category. I was very interested, like how are authors getting their books out there? And I learned very early on what they were doing with online marketing. And I also noticed that very few of them at all were using any video and video and YouTube were just coming up when I was coming up and I thought I'm going to get there. And I'm gonna learn that technology and I'm gonna learn how to do all of this. I mean, this is back in the day when remember you, you'd watch a video or maybe some of you around the world are having this experience now, you're hitting play and it's not playing, it's not loading, it's not something like that. Well, most of you watching this around the world, it's pretty amazing you're watching this, right? Well, imagine like back then in 2000, whatever, six and seven when video is really janky and barely played, you know? But I knew that was a role that I was gonna to have to become a good writer if I was gonna become the best at what I wanted to do, right? And if not the best, one of the best. I really wanted to do that, so how do you do that? Well, if you look at my calendar, back when I began, I scheduled it every day, it was in the calendar. That's my hour of writing, every day. That's why I'm here today. Now, I don't think I'm the world's best writer, but I've got three New York Times bestselling books, and I think it has to do with some of the content, You know, our last book just crushed it 30 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list, which barely ever happens in personal development because the Motivation Manifesto was written with such a unique style. It took me forever to figure that out. And I'm not saying this to be braggadocious. I'm telling you for one reason only, what's your calendar look like? Can I see the skills you need to develop? Let me give you another example. As a speaker, I was terrified of public speaking. And I wish i tried to master that skill even earlier in my life. I started trying to master that skill um, in college. And I wish I started mastering it even before that. Because if you can learn to speak succinctly, clearly, with emotion, heart, and truth, authenticity, the world is yours. But let me ask you this. You might know that. Where is it in your calendar? Can I find it? Is it it next week you're gonna give a, a speech to your chihuahuas, you know? Is that next month you're gonna give a speech to the Rotary Club, the Kiwanis Club? Where, where are you going to speak for even for free or even in your house? What I did, every day I spoke, every day. I would just literally, and here's how I did it. I had a 30 minute time period that I gave myself. This began in, uh, when I was 21 years old. I gave myself 30 minutes every day for almost five years that I just, I put the timer on my watch and I would walk around the living room and talk to myself. I know that sounds really psycho, but it really worked. I just would, I'd pick a topic, I'd be reading about something in a book, like uh, you know, how to be better in relationships. And I'd say, okay, the topic today is how to be great in relationships. And I would just walk around the room making stuff up. I mean, I wasn't recording it or anything, I was just talking and pretending there were people there and just talking, and half the time, even though there was no people there, I was like sweating, you know, because I was so scared to talk. I didn't grow up in a place where men used a lot of words, you know, we used a lot of fists. So I didn't have a a lot of emotionally sharing uh, experiences outside of my mom and dad when I grew up, and so I I really just kind of had to learn to talk. In college, anytime there was a, a, a paper that had to be presented, I would practice and practice and practice, and I would have sheets and sheets of paper, and I'd strip it down to less paper, less paper, less paper, then note cards, then you know, one or two bullet points on one note card, then one or two words on a note card, then no note card. By the time I finished my master's degree, I was giving presentations for an hour with no notes, and people were like, oh my God, how's he doing it? How did I do it? I knew my role, I wanted to be a speaker, and I scheduled skill development, still to this day. How do I do it today? And here's how you would do it as a thought leader, as an example. What do I do? Well, every week, I shoot a YouTube video. I mean, you've seen my YouTube channel of 38 million views in the last, whatever, uh, year or so, and just on YouTube alone, 38 million views. And that is because we shoot it every week, or when we batch shoot it, as we'll talk about, It, it allows me the practice. One of the reasons I release content every week isn't just for my audience. It's for me. It's skill development. I hope this is hitting home because if you've been trying to rise up in this industry and you feel like you keep hitting a ceiling, that ceiling isn't your audience. It's not your offers per se. It's your skill development. See, when we work for companies or corporations, what does end up, what do we do? Well, When we start, you know, we're going to be an analyst or an assistant. And they kind of give us a path. They say, okay, you're going to take this training, then this training. You'll have this mentor, then you have this training. They build in our competency development. In our industry, especially if you're an entrepreneur like I am and began, you got to develop that yourself. If you want to go faster, let me see your calendar. Show me where you develop that skill. Same thing with life coaching and business coaching. I would schedule sessions with my friends and say, hey, I'm going to coach you. They're like, what? I said, yeah, let me just, let me take you out for coffee and I'm gonna ask you about all the things that are wrong in your life. It'll be great, (laughs) you know? But I did that for weeks and weeks with people. Didn't get it paid. I was never getting paid for any of this. I was priming. I was getting ready for my moment, for my time, when I could finally get in front of a real audience, when I could finally pitch something, when I could, I was developing the skill. I wish I did it earlier. Online training, boy, you wanna be become an online trainer, here's your challenge. Every week, start releasing content, every week. Release a video on YouTube, every week. That's your challenge, every week. Just start putting out a video every week. I don't care what topic it is, just teach something every week. It can be as simple as like, here's three ways to be better to your children, and just teach. Here's, uh, here's how to you know, deal with the stress of the commute, just teach. Here's how to take supplementation if you're low on B vitamins. Just teach. Oh, here's how to be a vegan instead of over here. Great, just teach. Whatever it is, just start teaching every week. If you'll do that on video, becoming an online trainer is one of the paths to the fastest wealth today online, as I'll teach you. And then finally, social media thought leader. The only thing that's gonna get you ready for that is to develop the skills for it. And people say all the time, well like, Brendan, do do you actually do all these posts? And you could ask my team, uh, my first decade of my career, I did all of my posts, 100%. Until, what, the last three months? I've always done 100% of my posts. And when I say 100%, I mean, I designed the background, I put the quote on there, I pick it, I upload it, I sort it, I file it, I organize it. All the things you see on my current Facebook page, we're about to hit 4 million, so thank you guys all of those posts, I do that. I schedule them, I shoot them, I put them up. I've done it since day one. Why? Did I really need to learn how to use Instagram? And did I really need to learn how to create a background and change the color? Did I really need to do that? You're damn right. And it's why I'm here today. Because the ultimate mistake you will make in your entrepreneurial career, no matter what, is The refusal to learn the essential skills that are required for that role. People do it all the time. Ah, you know what? I'll hire a marketing person someday and they'll do it, and then you never hire the person. Or you hire the person, and because you don't know what they actually do, you can't manage them. I know how to do everything in my career. Everything, from beginning to end. Even last night, as we were preparing for some of this, it was like, dang it, we're gonna have to create some new stuff. And I had to go in and create it. I know every single moving part of my business and how it functions and how it works. All the way up until this last year, I never had a marketing team until very recently. Meaning I started from nothing, if that's where you're starting from. And over a period of a decade, made tens of millions of dollars before I hired a marketing team. But it was a long time coming to get support. Why? Because I knew if I knew it, I could be a ninja, <laughs> you know? I wouldn't call myself that. I'm kind of mean on the mat, but you know, I knew if I could figure out all the moving parts and master them, I knew everybody else would be too lazy to do that. I knew all these other people, now, look at how many former really known celebrities in the thought leadership world, they never got to video, did they? So they're a really well-known speaker, they might feel some events somewhere, But people worldwide never really got to meet them through video and their career might be compromised when they're gone because there's nothing to share. There's nothing that exists beyond filling some rooms or even writing some books. Or I've had so many big name authors come to me, Brennan, I just launched my last book. You know, I had five, six, seven, 10 New York Times bestsellers in a row. My last book didn't sell anything. And my publisher's freaking out and I'm freaking out. It has nothing to do with, are they good? I really want you to hear this. It doesn't have to do with is they're thinking well it's, they didn't plan their skill development for the next stage. That's your job plan for the skill development in these areas, see what's coming, get good at it before everybody else. And if you'll do that, you'll be here so long. This is number one. And so if you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, hey, show me your calendar. If it's not scheduled already, then don't pretend that you already know this because there's a very different thing between knowledge and applied wisdom. You can know lots of stuff, but if you're not doing it, you won't succeed in the space. Hey all it's Brendan, and I wanna make sure that you go check out growthday.com. It's an all-in-one personal development platform where you can do everything you would like to do for personal development in one place. You can capture your mindset journaling, set your goals, track your habits and improve them, take wellness challenges, and learn from the highest powered, highest paid, most respected motivational teachers, wellness coaches, and life coaches in the world, live, every week. One trial, we just call it Starter, that's where you're just using the tools you know it's the mindset journal where we prompt you with tons of research back prompts to help you become more positive confident self-aware and happy we've got your goal tracking system that's where you set your personal development goals and reminders like reminders to meditate or reminders to call your partner and flirt or you know reminders to make sure that you do this one project it's also got Importantly, your habit tracking system. This is where you can track your high-performance habits, which we teach you to do, and then you receive targeted scores and recommended videos to improve those. Our pro level now includes live classes. You know, we've got the best teachers in all of personal and professional development, period, in the app. These folks all charge over $50,000 for a one-hour keynote, but they're live every single month in growth day teaching for 45 minutes. Then we have what we call all access. And that's where you get the tools plus the live classes, but also over 20 deep dive, powerful life transformative courses. So these courses, these classes, these are things that would cost over $3,000 a month to access, but growth day pro as an example is less than a buck a day. You're Personal development is worth a dollar a day. Your access to these people is worth a dollar a day, but you can start free right now when you go to growthday.com. Hey, gang, it's Brendan. I'm gonna change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network. Lori Harder, her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this this feeling that I had to earn it to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori, and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy, I was like, ah, it's one of my favorite words in the English language, earn. To earn the gifts we've been given, to earn the life that we want, to work for it, to strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes, I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're going to get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot. You'll be motivated and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy Podcast. Number two, almost nothing matters in our industry without OVO. What that means is you could be awesome at the skill. You could be amazing as a trainer, but if you don't know OVO, you don't know what you need to make the dough, okay? OVO, what is it? Opt-in, value, offer. That's what you need to know. If you don't have that set up, you could do social media all day long, but you never collect any emails. You never deliver ongoing value. You never get that sale conversion high enough to pay your mortgage, your rent, your team, and your scale. It's the utmost, it's the number two, the second lesson. First, I had to know what I wanted to do, where I wanted to play. Second, I needed to understand everything happens in the context of getting people's names and emails, that's the opt-in, the O, delivering amazing value for free value rolling out an offer to a sales page to get people to buy something offer. Oh, opt-in value offer. Here is what it actually looks like to give you an idea of, since you all are so familiar with my brand and you've probably seen some of this stuff. I'll blow it up for you here. This right here is an opt-in page. I say, Hey, 10 factors are going to predict if you achieve your goals every time. Enter your name and email and I will give you this free assessment and tool that will predict whether or not you achieve your goals. That's called an opt-in page, name and email, right? Then when they enter their name and email, they go to what? V, value, value page. Here's a page where I just teach them stuff. You know, it's just a video of me. I teach them and I give them the download I just promised. So I deliver what I just promised. And you can see lots of people comment. We have 1500 people commenting on this opt-in page running here. And that's all this page is. It's very, very simple. It's just comments, right? If you look at it, all it is is a headline, a video, a download link, and a comments plugin. Very, very simple. I'll teach you the tools that I use for all of this as we proceed. And then ultimately, I make an offer. I tell them about the program that they can sign up for. I tell them about it in videos and they can click to sign up for it. And when they click to sign up for it, they go to a page where they set up their account and give us money, right? This particular program is $1,000. Well, you can imagine a $1,000 program, it doesn't take a lot of sales to have a pretty good lifestyle and have an amazing impact. But I have program, I have some things that I give away for free, other things I charge lots of money for. Uh, And so we'll talk about how you price things out, but that's called an OVO, opt-in, value, offer, right? Ask for the sale. Once you figure that out, the rest of this industry, super simple. Here's the question. How many OVOs do you have set up and how do they convert? If you don't have a lot of OVOs, you're probably not getting names and emails or enough of them and you're probably not making much money. So I learned, okay, skill development, anybody? I better learn how to create an OVO. I didn't sit there and go, I hope some marketing company will come along and teach me. I created the OVO, I taught myself the skill so I've always had the power to grow my brand. Does that make sense? I created all the OVOs in my business for a decade and because I knew how to do that, I could control my fate. Without that skill, I I would have never been here. I would have had, you know, marketing teams come and go, marketing people come and go, and I couldn't do the last minute things that you think of as a creator to give. You know, so much of what I've given happened because of the OVOs, cool? Number three, collaborative compounding is the fastest path to targeted traffic and high conversions, collaborative compounding. We talk a lot about this at our Live Experts Academy event, What it means is that you partner with other people. Collaborative compounding means the fastest path to targeted traffic and high conversions comes from collaborating with other people in your industry, other people in your industry, to have them promote their people to your OVO, often called affiliate marketing, joint venture marketing, but a specific strategy within that is for you to team up with four or five people and you decide with those four or five people that each month one of you is gonna promote one of your OVO sequences. And you just, every month you trade, you promote Sally, the next month Sally promotes you. The next month you and Sally promote Deborah. the next month Deborah promotes you, Sally, et cetera. And so as each of you promoting each other's lists to your OVOs, each of you is getting new names and emails. And if you're doing everything else we teach in social media and development of ads and OVOs, then more people are coming to each of your lists organically and you keep cross-promoting each other and a collaborative compounding effect takes place where it's the fastest way to take an email list from like 10,000 people or even 1,000 people to 10,000 to 100 to a million. It happens by you collaborating with other people. It's why I tell everyone go to Experts Academy sometime in your life, get in a room, with a thousand other people who do this and meet your promotional partners or go to another conference, whatever it needs to be, go meet people. If you are the person who really believes you're gonna make millions of dollars in your bedroom without ever talking to somebody, you kind of bought into the online marketing nonsense of the early 2000s, okay? If you really wanna make it and you wanna brand and scale, just like if you were in Silicon Valley, your power comes from your network. In this industry, your power comes from your network with other thought leaders as well. You need to find other people to partner with and promote with them. Next big lesson, everything must become evergreen fast. Now I know I'm using some weird words here, collaborative compounding or evergreen. And if any of this sounds overwhelming or you're like, I have no idea what he's talking about. Don't worry. We're going to get to them. My job and I promise to you in this first hour is I'm just going to tell you what I learned. I'm gonna break all this down later and make it easier for you to understand because a lot of people get really concerned with, evergreen, what does that mean? Evergreen basically means on demand. It means someone can buy it any time that they are offered it or in sequence or on that page. And let me give you the, the, uh, the sort of juxtaposition to that. In our industry, especially when I began, I bought up into this big online sort of myth that you were supposed to launch a big program every year you know, launch it for a month or two or three weeks, 10 days, whatever, close it and then never open again until the next year. And a lot of people were doing that. And I kept looking at it and I kept thinking about my childhood. And I thought about how my mom, you know, if she, if my mom did a garage sale and we made a lot of money, you know what she did? She did the garage sale that very next weekend again because people knew where the house were, they knew what there was, they thought, ah, I should come back and get that Tupperware set, you know? They totally thought about the garage sale again. I was like, she didn't shut down the garage sale the whole year. If it worked, stay open the next weekend. Why would you take your assets off the marketplace and limit your growth? But everyone said, well, Brendan, you know, if you open up your course, and then you close it down, you'll get more sales, which was true. But what I really, figured out in that 2009 era was, I thought, you know what? Let me do this promotion and do a big launch with lots of affiliates promoting my OVOs, a big deadline uh, you know, for the course thing. But then I'm gonna open it up again on Evergreen 30 days later, I'll just open it up. I'll just change it slightly. So the launch, the live launch, you have some special bonuses that they only get if they buy during that period. And then a couple weeks later, open it again. It doesn't have as many bonuses or maybe it has a different payment plan or price structure. You know, maybe it's more expensive now than it was during that first initial promotion. Maybe it has less bonuses. Maybe it doesn't have as many trainings, whatever it is. But if it worked a month later, open it again. So here's what I did. And this was where everything went like this. And I wish I figured out earlier and faster was in, 2010, early 2010 or late 2009, I took my launches and if they worked, what I did is I set them up with autoresponders so people would enter their name and email on the O page, the opt-in page. And I just set up, when they enter their name and email, it would just automatically email them every couple of days, send them a new training video and then ultimately send them the offer video. So I had an autoresponder sequence that just went out to people and I automated that. And then what I started doing was partnering with other people or running ads to those opt-in pages and automatically all year long, people are going through that sequence and buying all year, all year, all year. And it took the business from here to there in one year. And everybody said, well, it's going to affect the next time you launch it because it's been available. And what happened was a lot of online marketers thought that the market was this big. When I took back and I looked at it, I saw this. I saw worldwide. I saw where they saw an opportunity and they talked about the opportunity all the time. I saw a career. And I thought, you know what? As the world continues to change, millions and millions and millions and more people are going to be coming in who want to share their voice with the world. This industry is huge. This is going to turn into hundreds of billions of dollars. And by the way, it already has. I mean, one sale in this last year was a billion and a half dollars. And that was the sale of Linda.com to LinkedIn, Linda.com was online courses. They LinkedIn bought it up for a billion dollars. Like I could, I saw that five years ago, not that specific deal, but the world moving towards that. And I was like, I get it. The pie wasn't small where you had to open it and close it because, and open it next year in hopes that, you know, uh, you know, people are they're anticipating and they're exciting because they were assuming it was the same community. I'm like, no, the community is constantly enlarging. So everyone, I was advised. Well, Brennan, you know, be careful. If if you open it all year, it's going to hurt your live. Your, it's going to hurt when you reopen it the next year with a special live launch. In fact, that was completely wrong. What happened was that next launch doubled in sales because you had more conversation consistently in the marketplace. I mean, do you want people talking about you one time for a month when you do a launch? Or do you want people talking about you all year long? So I know this philosophically makes sense, but I'm sharing with you my greatest lessons. And number four is I wish I knew and planned strategically even earlier in my career and more consistently in my career that if I launch something live, within 30 days I got that sucker up humming and running automatically. That is what I wish I had figured out earlier. If you then have anything you've ever sold before and it did good, Put it back up. I tell the authors this all the time. You know how many authors I know who had a book that sold decently? a Couple hundred copies, a couple thousand, tens of thousands, hundred thousand, but they're not currently marketing it? They're like, yeah, but Brennan, you know, the book came out in 2012. I'm like, did it sell? They're like, yeah. I said, why wouldn't you not market that again? And even if it didn't market well in 2012, I bet you know more now than you did in 2012, why don't you put that up again? Put a new marketing sequence Put that, that's an asset. Why would you ever let an asset die in the garage? Open up the door on those assets. If you have an audio program, if you've shot some video courses, if you've got anything in the thought leadership space at all that ever worked before, set it up on Evergreen. I know authors and speakers who've done events and they've got vaults and vaults, and vaults of vaults of video and they're not selling it. They just sit in there and go, what's this sitting there? Are you archiving it for nine generations in front of you? Stop being so selfish, put that out in the world Get some sales, grow your business. If you got an asset, put it up, run it. Maybe it becomes something like my fifth lesson. And that is the lesson that ads don't cost money and neither does team. Your growth is imperative to understanding this. What do I mean? See, when I began running ads in 2009 and 10, I was scared. Uh, I'd already... You know, I had my big first million dollar launch. Um, I, you know, I was, I was doing really good. My seminars were full. I was getting paid between 10 and uh, $35,000 for speeches, keynotes. Um, I was doing life coaching that was $25,000 and above uh, for a yearly client. And so things were going pretty good. You know, I had money and I was starting to go. But even at that time when, you know, people were doing Google AdWords and YouTube ads were, were really starting to come around, Facebook was starting to do some of that. I was like scared because I, I never had any money growing up. So spending money was scary to me. And I thought an ad was spending money. I thought advertising was something like Madison Avenue does. They do brand advertising, which means they kind of just pee away money and hope you have an impression. That's not what online marketing does or direct marketing does. Instead, when we spend money to an ad, we drive people to an O V O. We spend money, people come to a page, they enter their name and email. Now we have the lifetime value of that customer. If we do good for them, we deliver a lot of value and then we offer something for sale. Now, I know you've got this conceptually, but it was profound because I found that I could, as an example, when we began, I could spend the dollar, but within 90 days, because they'd go through our OVO evergreen sequences, I might come out with. $2 Two dollars or three dollars. So I wasn't losing money. I was making money. Now you have to be cautious and careful and intelligent about your cash flow and your conversions, right? If people don't enter their name and email and you spend all this money, you're losing money. Our job is to make sure that you are tracking and measuring and testing, but if you can get an ad to work, that thing is printing money. And to me, that is the ultimate secret in today's scaling of an expert brand. Once you start and you're going, everything can go good. I know a lot of guys, you know, they start out and they're making, you know, an extra thousand bucks a month. And then they're making a couple 10, 20, 30 grand a year. And things are going really good. And then they're making a hundred. And then they're making a million. And they're, and they will come to our one event. and they're like, what do I do to go bigger? I go, have you run any ads to OVO sequences yet? They're like, no, I go, that's your difference. You know, three years ago I stood in front of probably the most influential marketing group in our industry anyway. And I just challenged them. I said, look guys, if you're not already spending a thousand dollars a day on Facebook at your level, now this might not be your level, but this was their level, I said, if you're not spending a thousand bucks a day on Facebook and advertising, you're not, you haven't started modern marketing yet. And I think it's really important to realize that you could start from scratch today, five bucks, 10 bucks. 20 bucks a day, running people to a page, seeing if it converts, watch them get a couple emails from you, see if they buy your stuff. And if enough buy to make the ad worthwhile, then you scale that ad and you are scaling the business. You're not spending money, you're investing it to have it print out over here. I wish somebody really punched me in the noggin earlier on that idea, the ads, and then also on team. Because for team, I was scared. But the reality is all these people Once you've figured out your strategies, not only can they implement it, giving you more time to create and do the art, but they're gonna come up with so many other ideas when they're highly skilled that continue to help the business grow. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the U.S., you can text me at 1-503-212-6125.